0: Welcome, I am your pastor, Pastor Omar Ellison with Salt and Light Covenant Church. Open up your hearts as we enter in to hear a word from the Lord. We've been talking real strong the last few Sundays about the kingdom of Jesus. Been touching on a lot of scripture. Understanding what a king is, understanding what what a kingdom is. We understand that the kingdom that we're talking about in particular is a kingdom that is ruled or reigned by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's also showing the fulfillment. Of his glory here on earth through us. Amen. And we thank God for that opportunity to be able to show who our God is. Because the word declares that our God is invisible. So we thank God for having the opportunity to show who our God is. Amen. So we've been touching on a lot of things when it comes to understanding the kingdom of Jesus. So if you would, let's just jump right into it. Because we got a quite a few scriptures we're going to touch on today. A couple of things that we're going to touch on also today. So amen if you would. Go with me to Matthew. Matthew chapter 6. Just skip right on down with me to the 33rd verse. Matthew chapter 6 and 33. But seek, ponder, learn, search, inquire, desire, consider get an understanding explore first make it a priority put it put it first on the list above everything that's what he's saying first the kingdom of God now we understand as a king he's required to establish and set up what we should be doing in our lives right and the way you find out what he wants to do in your life is according to what his word has to say right You can always find out what he wants to do in your life because it is written what he wants to be done in your life and he's saying for us as believers as his children right he's telling us to seek first the kingdom of God don't worry about what you're making don't worry about even where you're living don't worry about what you're driving don't worry about how you're dressing don't worry about Your bank account. Don't worry about what's going on with your kids. Do be aware of them. What does that mean? What are you saying, Pastor? Don't be responsible. I'm not saying don't be responsible. I'm not saying not make yourself aware. I'm saying don't consider those things above the kingdom. Right? Because sometimes we can let situations speak louder than the kingdom. We can let what's going on on our job speak louder than the kingdom. We can let what's going on in our family. We can let what's going on in us speak louder. Than the kingdom, and that's what he's saying. He's he's not uh, negating that things won't happen, that you won't have to address and deal with certain things here in this life. He's saying, don't let those things have such a bigger voice than my kingdom. Seek ye first, make my kingdom your first priority, and then he says, and his righteousness. Well, we understand what his righteousness is. We've been gifted righteousness by way of Jesus Christ. He has clothed us with righteousness. Simple word of righteousness is just simply putting you in right standing with the Father, right? So He's saying, if you seek My kingdom first and you stay in alignment with My word, don't question My word. It's just to line up with it. If My word says don't fornicate, don't fornicate. You know, 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 y'all. If He says don't commit adultery. If he says, forgive, whatever my word says, just line up with it. Stay in alignment. Stay seeking the kingdom. And then look at the last part of the scripture. Look what he said he's going to do for you. He said, if you seek first my kingdom, if you align yourself with my word and the constitution of my kingdom, he said, all these things will be added to you. What he has just done is he has just simplified the life of every believer. He's made life so simple. He's put it down to two things that he's requiring of you to do. To simply seek his kingdom and to stay in alignment with his word. Too easy. Now, hell is going to come against this now. Of course, you understand that. The gates of hell will try to come against it, they'll fight up against it, they'll send situations, they'll persecute. They'll even send people, even people close to you, to try to get you not to buy in and try to get you not to stay focused and seeking first the kingdom of God. Because hell doesn't want anything added to you at all. Because hell know as he add, it builds relationship. It builds confidence. As he add, it builds trust. And the more you trust them, the more you're not so easily swayed by what life is showing you. See, hell wants you considering what life is showing you. Because hell wants you to walk by sight. And he said, my people aren't even supposed to be moved off of what they're seeing. My people are only supposed to be moved off of what they believe, and just because what they're believing they don't see don't mean nothing to my people because my people ought to know that the king keeps his word. If I've said it, I shall do it. Will I not say a thing to you and then not perform it? Because if that's the case, none of us need to be serving him then, because he's a king that does not keep his word, but our king. That is seated high. Our king, that is the creator of the heavens and the earth, our king, that is the creator of us, says, you can take me at my word. You can trust me. And even when it looks like what you're trusting me for is not coming together, he's saying you can still trust me. Seek ye first my kingdom. Stay in alignment with my righteousness. And I'm going to add things to your Life. Then he started talking about lifestyles. Remember, we touched on that last Sunday. We started talking about lifestyles. He said, you know, tell my people it's their lifestyle. The reason why they're not seeing a lot of things to produce in their life is because of the lifestyle that they're living. Your lifestyle can, can hinder God or can give oh, yeah, God access to it. But it's all dependent on your lifestyle. Well, we understand lifestyle is, 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 is dominated and created by the way that you're thinking. Cause as a man thinketh, so is he. That's why we talked about the My Renovation series. He's talking about what? Be not conformed, but be ye transformed by the way you think. The way you thinking is what's producing certain things in your life. If you change your thinking on a matter, then you can change the situation. And even if the outside situation never changed, guess who changes? You. God, the Father, Jesus, our King, is way more concerned in you changing than your situation. See, what we've been taught is to pray for the situation to change. And the situation may never change, but he wants you to change. Because he wants to be able to put you in a situation or allow you to be in a situation that is chaotic and you are not moved. Because guess what? He isn't. See, your king is never moved, no matter how bad or how big or how ugly it seems. No matter how much they seem like they cheating you, no matter how much they seem like they're getting over, the king is never moved. And he's saying, This is what I want for my people. To get to a place where they can trust me, and no matter what they're faced with, they are never moved. That's a lifestyle. That becomes a lifestyle, right? When I looked up lifestyle this time, it it, it simply says this. It's a way in which a person or group lives. Now, this life includes your habits, your attitudes, your tastes, your moral standards, your economic level. (laughs) You know, all of these things are encumbered into a lifestyle. Now, the interesting thing about a lifestyle, when you start talking about lifestyle, is that all of those things, habits, uh, attitudes, your tastes, all of those things are produced over time. Are y'all following me on this? So really, what, when, when I'm talking about your lifestyle, really what I'm, what I'm saying to you is how are you spending your time? Because how you're spending your time is going to dictate your life. Because all life is, is time. Time to get dressed for work. Time to go to work. Time to come home and clean the house. Time to go do the grocery shopping. Time to figure out how you're going to spend the rest of your week. Time to figure out what you're going to watch on TV or am I not going to watch you. All of these things involve time. So when he's talking about lifestyle and he's saying my people need to check their lifestyle, what he's really saying to us is saying check how you spend your time. Are you binging Netflix? Is that where you're spending your time? Oh, God. Are you watching all of the sports on TV? Is that where you're spending your time? Are you back and forth on the phone? Are you in the shopping mall every day? Are you online shopping? Because you know we, didn't, we get online and shop now. So wherever you're spending your time dictates what your life is going to look like. And he's saying check Where you're putting your time because time is the currency of life. What you do with your time is the currency to show what you believe, what your lifestyle is. If you are at the house and you spending that time in that constitution, you praying, that means you value your relationship with him. But if you're spending more time in your TV than you are your constitution, if you're spending your time out of time more so than your constitution, then it just shows what you value. Amen? Amen. So that's what he's saying. What are you doing with your time? Now, time is a good thing. Now, we understand that our Lord and Savior is established in eternity. Is there eternity in time? No. No but he created time so the fact that we can say time is here in the earth, we can say time is a good thing because all things require time to show you that time is a good thing let's go look at it real quick turn with me to Genesis turn with me to Genesis real quick let's go look at this real quick Genesis when you get to Genesis go to the first chapter Genesis 1. When you get to Genesis 1, skip down with me to the 14th verse. Let me know when you're there. All right, watch this now. 14th verse, Genesis 1. It says, and God said, catch it, let there be light in the firmament of heaven. To divide, catch it, the day from the night. He divided day from night. Catch it. And then let them be, the division of day and night, let them be for signs and for seasons and for days, and for years. And we can go even further. We can say and for minutes, and for seconds, and for hours, and for weeks. All of those are a part of time. And this was a creation that the Father spoke into existence. And everything he spoke into existence, he said was good. Which means time is good for us but now we are not bound by time because we come from a place where time doesn't exist but because we are inhabiting this earth here in this earth time dominates here it's a requirement to produce everything in your lifestyle it takes time to build a relationship with God that doesn't happen overnight that's time you put in. That's just like any relationship. Any relationship for those that are married, it took time to get to the point where you said "I do." You didn't see them on the first night and said, "Let's get married." Now you do have some instances, but the majority of people don't operate like that, right? Because you hear that then somebody say, "Well, I know my friend. They met on the first night and went and got eloped." Okay, that's one. But if you get a hundred people out of the hundred, you may maybe two or three had that experience the majority don't get married on the first time you meet somebody are you with me on that it takes time it's the same thing and he created it it takes time you got to put in time to get that paycheck at the job don't you hallelujah if you don't put in them 80 hours you don't get your whole check do you it takes time it takes time to, to clean up your house now I know some of us wish we could just look at it and say be clean and it just snapped and be clean. Boy, that would be something else, wouldn't it? If you could just look at your house and say clean up and then you open your eyes and your house is clean. That would Lord Jesus, that'd be wonderful. But no, it takes time. You got to get the broom. You got to get the mop. You got to get the brush. Got to get in that bathroom. You got to scrub that toilet. That toilet you take. You got to screw. Are y'all with me? No. All of these things take time to get an end result. and this is what he's saying he's saying okay you've been telling them about their lifestyle let them know it's connected to time he said I'm trying to get them an end result if they dedicate their time to seeking first the kingdom of God staying in alignment with my word and he say the rest is already done it just shows up in their lives without them even having to pray for it he said these things he want to add to y'all y'all aren't even going to be praying for this stuff you're just going to walk into it and don't some of us have that testimony already stuff we just walked into we weren't at the house praying for it we just just walked into it, it found us we wasn't looking for it are are y'all with me on this? right? but time is required to get all of these things so he's saying make sure you use your time wisely because time once it is gone, it Cannot be given back. You can lose money and get money back, can't you? Some of us, that lost money. And then that other chick came. You say, hallelujah, I'm back. I'm back in the groove. Hallelujah. I was down for a little while, but now I'm back, right? But time can't be given back. In the world system. Now with him, there can be a restoration of time. Thank you, Lord. Are you with me on this? And you get to seek in that kingdom and he will restore some things. And some of the things he'll restore is time. Are you all with me on this? Making sense? Right. So he's saying, look, I created time. For my people to to establish and get an understanding of who I am, how I'm operating here. But they are not to be dominated by time. But time is a good thing. So it takes time to build any relationship. It takes time to be an expert in anything. It takes time to learn about everything. It takes time. It takes time. And because it takes time, this is why he's telling us to seek first the kingdom now why and where in the world does he get off being able to tell us what to do first why do we have to listen to him what's so important about us listening to him let's go find out turn with me real quick to first corinthians watch this now why I got to Why I got to seek first the kingdom? Well, what's this all about? Why I got to Why do I have to take time? I want to take time to go shopping. I want to take time to catch these games. I want to take time to go out of town. I want to take time for all this other stuff. But why is he telling me to seek first my, the kingdom? And he's going to tell you why you have to listen. First, First Corinthians. What I told you, six, six chapters. Skip down with me to the nineteenth verse. Let me know when you're there. Watch you to say what. Know you not that that your body your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is what in you the Holy Ghost the governor, which is what in you your body is the temple your body houses. The Holy Spirit, your body, your body now is the temple for all of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. The same picture that you read about in the old covenant of the ark. Now you are the ark because they now all reside in you. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Tell me more. What else I need to know? But catch it. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, gifted from the Father, and catch that part. You are what? Not your own. You don't belong to yourself. See, these are the kind of things that we need to be reading at the house in that quiet time and putting in our hearts to understand, I don't belong to me, which means I can't do it my way. I don't. Ha- I-, I talked about this last Sunday. We don't have the rights like the world have. We don't have the right to pop off on people. We don't. We don't. We do not. Pre- we don't preserve the right to 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 pop off and have an attitude with people. We don't have that right to get you straight. That is- we don't have that right. Why? Why you don't have it? Because we do not belong to ourselves. We belong to somebody else. My body, my life is not my own anymore. I've I've gifted all of that over to him when I became and allowed him to be my Lord, which is what? Owner and Savior. I'm saying you are the owner and the Savior of this life. This life no longer belongs to me. This is yours. I do not belong to myself. That means I can't do it my way anymore. I have to inquire of the king because his word says you are not your own. Tell me more, Holy Ghost. For you are bought with a price. He paid for me, which means if this king paid for me, I must be valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be. Lord. Because you set the value of something by what you pay for it. Oh, God, Jesus. The value of something is what you pay for it. A stick of gum probably costs what now? 69 cents, dollar at the most? Why? Because that's the value of a stick of gum. Well, guess what he paid for for you? He said it, blood. Precious blood. Priceless blood. For the whole world. He paid a price for you. He's saying you don't belong to yourself, but now you can because I have given all men free will. But if you want to belong to yourself, you yourself have claimed independency from my kingdom and it is up to you to figure it out. So if you get out there and you're frustrated frustration for you because you chose it i have given you a way i have given you access to have access to this kingdom all i have required of you to do is to line up to what my word said and to do it my way but if you do not want to do it my way i will love you doing it the wrong way i'll let you have it i'll turn you over to it And whatever results come out of it, it is because of your decisions, it's because that's the way you went about it, it's because that's the way that you acted about it, and you wanted it that way. You have it. What? No, God loves, he does. God is forgiven, he is. But he ain't gonna make you do the right thing. Like I said last time, y'all know who y'all are. Y'all know what y'all doing outside them doors. You know what's right or wrong. Y'all do. But guess what else? He does too. And what we need to start doing is living our lives like he does know. Like he is watching. He's watching your decisions. He's looking at what you're talking about. He knows your thoughts before they even come. He knows what's gonna come out of your mouth before it even comes. And we need to start living our lives like we believe that. A lot in the body are living their lives, it's like it's almost not even a thought that God is watching me before I do this. Does he even think? Do you even think the fact that he's watching me? And the reason why most people don't even think like that, because there is no reverence for our king when you reverence your king before you make a move those thoughts hallelujah hit and if them thoughts ain't hitting that mean ain't no reverence there's no honor form that's why you can do and that's why you can say and that's why you can talk the way you talk you can go where you want to go you can act like you want to act you can drink and do all the drugs you want to do why because there yaya by satan no reverence there no reverence form. So you're spending your time doing all that other stuff and no time to reverence the king. And no, you're not. You don't even belong to yourself. You don't even belong to you. You don't have the right to be out there doing all of that stuff. But you can claim independence, And if you do, so be it. Look what it says. It says you've been bought with a price. Therefore, because you don't belong to yourself and because you've been bought with the price of, of blood, therefore, look what he said, glorify God where? In your body and where? In your spirit, which what? They both belong to him. That new creature, those that are in Christ are a new creature. That new creature now, that, is, that belong to him. That body of yours, that belong to him. Y'all follow me on this? It make sense. Y'all believe that? Amen, hallelujah, amen from my amen corner to my right. Lord Jesus, do y'all believe that? Amen. Hallelujah, glory to God. Now watch this, let me show you another place, in scripture. I'm gonna give you scripture to back up what I'm saying, huh? watch this. Go with me to Romans, watch this in Romans. Look at this in Romans, go with me to Romans, the 14th chapter. I'm gonna back that up. It said out of the mouth of two or three, let a thing be what? Established, let his word establish us. Watch this, watch this, Romans 14. Y'all there? Look at that seventh verse when you get there. For none of us, catch it, liveth <laughs> to himself. No man dieth to himself. He said, You don't live for yourself, nor do you die to yourself. Your life, you don't live for you. Oh God Jesus. Watch this. For whether we live, we live unto who? The, the who? The Lord, the the owner, the one that owns you. You live unto the owner of your life, and I. You live according to Him. You live according to the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. We are the owner of everything. The earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof, and the world, and they that dwell. Oh, God, come on, y'all. Come on. Come on, y'all. You don't belong to you. That's why you can't do it your way. That's why you... See, when you... when you Now, see, watch this. All I'm giving you is a thought of his. Now, you... Fools can reject this. But he said, this is why my people are perishing. He said, my people are perishing because they don't know. But guess what? On that next part of that scripture, he said, some of y'all don't know. Some of y'all are simply just rejecting it. So you can reject this. You can have it your way. You can do it your way. You can live your life your way. He's, he, he's nothing, but he's trying to get you lined up so he can begin to add to your life. There's some things he wants to add to your life. See, we're about to go into a new year, and he's trying to line some things up for this new year. He's, he's addressing some things before this new year for this year in he, because he's saying this new year I'm going to really have you set up that I can add to your life and that people can see the fruit of your life, what you say you believe in and standing on. I want people to see the fruit of your life, but you have to align yourself to this Constitution. You got to align yourself to this Constitution. If you're going to say I'm Lord, if I'm Lord, I own it all then. I, 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 it's making sense, you know? Watch this, watch this, watch this. He said, look, <laughs> to live, is, is, none of us live to ourselves. None of us die to ourselves. We all live unto the Lord. Whether we die, whether we live, therefore we live or we die. We are the owner. We are the Lord. And if we are, The Lord the Lord sets the priorities of your life priority priority is simply this the principal thing your primary focus the most critical placing the highest value or worth on he sets the priorities for our life if we live unto him he is our Lord we recognize him as owner we recognize him as king we allow him to set the priorities and this is the priority he is setting for every believer seek ye First, the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and I will add that is my priority for those that call me Lord. Now, you choose what you want to do. You choose how you're going to spend your time. How are you going to spend your time now? That the, that the King is talking to us. Now I know I'm up here talking, but guess what? He's talking to me too. When I walk out them doors, you better know I better be at that house in this Constitution. Y'all better know I'm at that house praying. Y'all better know I'm at that house in a secret place, communing with Him, building a relationship, having intimacy with, with Him. <laughs> this kind of stuff don't happen overnight, y'all. This, this is, this is the the, the what 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 you see is is an experience. It's, it's time that's been put in. And he's saying, look, I need all my people to start putting in the time. We got time. We got our time spread it out everywhere else. And hell knows this. And guess what hell is coming after? Your time. So he'll put somebody in your life to steal your time. Do not let the wrong jokers steal your time. He'll let your job steal your time. Don't get so caught up on your job that it's stealing your time from seeking first the kingdom of God, let His kingdom be your priority. Whatever you're going through, shake it off and look to the King. Look to the King. Let the kingdom become your priority. I behoove you, as men and women of God. Let the kingdom become hmm, your priority. Let me tell you something. This is the best decision you can make. This stuff is so good, y'all. This stuff so good. This stuff so good. I can't. I can't even really. Uh, uh, interpret, uh, detail how amazing this stuff is. It's hard to kind of explain without breaking down how awesome he really is, how, how much he really does love you, what all he really want to do in your life. But he's asking us to let me set your priorities. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and my righteousness. And I'ma blow your mind for what I'm gonna add to you. I'ma add so much to your life, it's gonna draw other people. They're gonna wanna know how you end up over there. How you get that there. And you're gonna have the opportunity to tell them about a kingdom. I'm a part of a kingdom. And because of this kingdom, my king has gifted this to me. Everything you see, you like that? That's a gift. From my king. Oh, God. And it's going to draw me. He want to use your life to draw me. But you got to, you got to first humble yourself and say, it's your life. I don't belong to myself anymore. Look what he's telling us. He set the priorities. He set the, now, 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 catch this, catch this. A lot of us think he does things in our lives to bless us, for us. Wrong. You think God healed you for you? (laughs) You think God got you that promotion for you? You think God is elevating you for you? Because of what you've done? And because of how you've given and you've said, oh, no, no, no. Everything that happens in your life is for one person and one person only all the glory (laughs) goes to the King no matter what happens in my life no matter what happens in your life all of the glory goes to the King he does things in your life for him not for you See, when we understand more about a king, a king is real big on establishing a reputation. And his reputation is his name. It's kind of like my son has an iPad, right? That's got Apple. You know, some folks, is just Apple people. I personally am an Android person. I know I'm I'm waiting for all my Apple people to come to the light. I am. I really i am praying for all y'all. Come to the light. Let that Apple go. Hallelujah. But look, my son has an Apple, right? Now, the Apple, one thing about the company of Apple is that Apple really does back their product. Like if something happens, they'll fix it. You call them, you put in the order, they'll fix their stuff. They'll back their product. You send it back to them, they'll fix it and they'll ship it back to you. Why? Because they back the product. I catch this. They're not fixing that product because they like you. They don't even know you. But they're backing the product. (laughs) Now it's different for us because at least our king knows us. but his name upon you is to back his name it has nothing to do with you that's why he said you need to buy in that you no longer own yourself you no longer belong to yourself i have paid for you you belong to me and i need y'all to see that i need y'all to get sold on the fact you belong to me you don't belong to yourself anymore the lord the lord the lord we live unto the lord the owner of this all, I don't belong to myself. Everything I have belong to Him because He's doing things in my life for His name's sake. So when stuff happens and you see something you like, it's the Lord. It's the Lord. Now let me show it to you in scripture. Turn with me real quick. Let's go look at a few scriptures real quick. Y'all with me? Y'all following? Me? This making sense? Okay, Hallelujah. Watch this. Go with me to First Samuel. Let me back that up now. If I tell you that, I got to back it up. Hallelujah, I can't tell you something and then don't back it up with the scriptures. Now watch this, go with me to 1 Samuel. I told you, 1 Samuel, go with me to the 12th chapter. Skip down with me to the 22nd verse. Watch this now. For the Lord, the owner, will not forsake his people. Now praise the Lord. Now we can shout right there, can we? We can lift a hand right there. That right there is enough to get us down the road. That can get us to the end of the year right there. He said, look, the owner, the one that owns you, he said, well, he will not forsake his people, watch this, for his great namesake, because it hath pleased the Lord to make you his, it is pleasing to him to make us his people. He is pleased with us. He's saying, the one that owns you, he'll never forsake you. Why? For his name's sake, not for the people. Is to uphold his name. A king has a reputation with his name and his name goes out. And the first thing people look at is when you claim a king, they look at your life. He your king? Well, what kind of king you got? And you just as broke. What kind of king you got? And you just as frustrated. You're cussing worse than all of us and you, and you serving a, this king. You drinking us under the table and this is your king. This your king. What kind of king you serving then? What? This is the representation of your king. Hmm. Uh-oh. Hold on, Pastor Zico. Hold on. No, 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 no. Come on now. Let's, let's draw it in. I told y'all, the more you walk with him, the tighter it get. And I've been doing this thing for 10 years. And when I first started, I was on six lane highway when I first started. It was a lot of room for error. When you're on a six lane highway, it's a lot of room to maneuver in it. Oh, but he then broke this thing. We on I-10 now. We four lanes. We four lanes now. Eventually, he going to put you on them back dirt roads and country roads where ain't no lights. Ain't that many lights when you're on them country roads, ain't it? When you're on that two road, and the oh, come on, come on, my country folks. That then. Y'all done drove them them roads where it's dark and you like, dog, they need to put some more lights back here. We've been riding back here for years year and they still ain't. It's dark. You got to put the high beams on and, and pray that don't nobody come because now you got to cut them off and you slow down a little bit just to make sure you can see because it's so dark back there. That's eventually the way he's going to get you. And then after that, he tightrope you. Uh-oh. Y'all done seen them folks on them tight ropes. All of this is a part of the life of walking with him. Oh, but it'd be so good because by the time he gets you the tightrope, you're going to be so good and sharp and understanding who your king is. You can tap dance on that tap rope. You can tap, dance, tap and spin around on it. All, all on that tightrope. He gonna then train you up, but he ain't gonna just put you on the tightrope and then try to train you on the time. See, all of these things are training you to get you to a point. By the time you get to that tightrope, you are gonna be so good, you ain't gonna you gonna step, you gonna run out there on it. I'm telling y'all, don't y'all be scared. But when he start off, it's wide. Wide is the way when you first get with him. Oh, wide is the way. Oh, but you put five years in in it. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years with him. Ooh, that thing ain't getting narrow. Oh, but let me tell you something, 40 years of walking with him, you ought to have so much fruit. Folks ought to be sitting up under your tree just eating, plucking off your tree. 40 years in with him. Oh, my goodness. Are y'all with me on this? But now watch this. Why is he going to do all this in your lives? For who? For It's for his name's sake. Let me show you another place. Come on, come on. Psalms. Watch this. Psalms 23. When you get to the 23rd verse, skip down with me to the 3rd verse. Psalms 23 and 3. Let me know you're there. All right, look at this 3rd verse. He said, he restores my what? Hallelujah. Glory to God. He leading me. He gonna lead me, y'all. He's leading us. Watch this. He leading me in the path. Look what, look what path he leading us down. In the path of what? Righteousness. Why is he doing it? Why he leading me down this path of righteousness? Why, why is he leading me down this path of righteousness? For what? For his name's sake. Not because I come to church, not because I'm reading my Bible, not because I've given my life over. He said, I'm doing this in your life. All of those are good. All of those are steps for me to do this, but I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for my name. So when people say, "How are you, it's my name. His name is Jesus. How did Jesus, where are you, Jesus? How did I come to Jesus? Jesus did it. It's for his name's sake. Let me show you another one. Let me show you another one. Go to the, go to the 106 of Psalms. Let me show you that real quick. 106. We still in Psalms, right? All right, let's move. We just, we just, we just glancing over these 106. Let me know when you're there. Skip to the eighth verse. You in eighth verse? Watch this. Nevertheless, he's, oh my God. He saved them. Why did He save them? Because they were just so good. Why did He say? Because He just loved them so much. That's why He saved. That's why He came. That's why He shed it in the blood. He just loved the world so much. Look what look what it said. He saved them for what His name's sake, that He might make His mighty power to be known. He wants to be seen. And the way that he's seen is through those that are belong to him that have accepted his blood. See, when you have accepted his blood, you are saying, your Lord, I accept the payment. And then he said, okay, good. I'm glad you accepted the payment. Welcome to my kingdom. Now, what I'm going to do is I need you to do something. First thing I need you to do when you come into my kingdom, seek the kingdom. That's the first thing I need you to do. Seek the kingdom. Line up your life, spend time in my constitution. Do y'all know how many Christians do not take the time to read their Bible? Y'all don't know how many people that I've talked to who say they are saved, that they are Christians. And, and to be honest, with you, I'm about, about getting tired of being a Christian myself. I'm, I'd rather just be a son. Because Christians, y'all do understand, Christian is a religion. Y'all, y'all get, and he never preached religion. Right? He never really preached religion. He's talking to us as sons and daughters, right? Right? But do y'all know how many saved folks, believers, do not take the time to read their Bible? Take the time. I mean, now Everybody devotion. Everybody reading devotion. I read my devotion today. I read my one scripture, and that and that's a good starting point. But we need to get. Spend more time in this Constitution So when life comes see you and the tempter, the accuser of the brother come visit you You can do him do to him like our eldest brother did to him And what did he say when he came to see him in the wilderness? It is written Jump off it is written Turn this a fool it is written bow down away it is The Constitution says, the Constitution, that's what he kept giving them. The Constitution says, this is what the Constitution says. So to know what the Constitution is for our kingdom, we got to spend time with it. Are y'all with me on this? Look what he said. He said he saved us for what? His name say. That he may make his mighty power to be no, he wants to be seen, but the only way he can be seen here in the earth is through them that believe in him. Make a sense. Let's click it. All right, let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. Now go with me back to Matthew. Back to Matthew. We're bringing it home now. We're bringing it home. Matthew. When you get to Matthew, skip down with me to the 19th verse. 19th chapter, I'm sorry. Matthew 9, 19. Y'all remember this one? This is what we was talking about. Ownership. We talked about that last Sunday about ownership. Say so the, the 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 rich young ruler. He had it all, didn't he? He was ever. He was rich. He was young, and he was he had authority. And he said, "Look." He said, "Sell what you have. Give it to the poor. Uh, you gonna you gonna you gonna set up your an account in heaven." And then he said, "What? Come follow me." And the Bible said he went away sad. He went away not wanted, not understanding. And he said, "It's hard. It's hard." Jesus said, "It's hard for a wealthy person." to get into my kingdom. It's hard. It's hard. But now skip with me there. Skip down with me to the 25th verse. I want to show you this and then we're going to, we're going to be done. We're going to be bringing it home. 25th verse. Matthew 19, we're there. Look what he says right here. He says, look, the disciples said, heard that, and he said, well, well it's a, they were exceedingly amazed. He said, well, how can we be saved? How, how are we going to get in? And Jesus beheld them and he said unto them, with man, catch it, This is impossible. But with God, with God, all things, all things are possible. It's hard spending time in that word. I don't understand it. He said, yeah, what you're thinking it is. But with me, I'll help you understand it. It's hard lining up my life with this constitution. He said, that's why I sent you a helper. I sent you somebody to govern you to help you do it because I knew you couldn't do it in your own might, your own power. I sent you a of an advocate, a standby, a strengthener to be able to understand this constitution in a greater way. He said, I sent you someone. He said, with God it's possible. Then answered Peter, now catch this. And he said unto him, behold, we have forsaken all and we follow thee. And what shall we have? He, Peter said, well, what you asked him to do, we've done it. We've given it all up. We've forsaken it all. What are we going to have? Now watch this. Jesus said unto him, Barely I say unto you that, that you which have followed me, catch it. You have, fo- what is following him? Following him, following him, giving over your life, bowing down, letting it go, giving him your time now. Now he's, now he's my priority, seeking first the kingdom of God. Watch this. He said, for you that have followed me and this Regeneration. When the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of glory, you shall ha- you shall sit upon the twelve thrones and judge the twelve tribes of Israel. He said, "For y'all that make the decision to follow me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set you up in positions of authority." That's literally what he's saying. I'm gonna set you up in positions of authority because you've made the decision to. Follow me you let go this or this life and everything that's pulling everybody else and you made the decision I'm not gonna let that pull me I'm only gonna let him pull me and he said when it's time for me to do this thing and when I step back into place He said I'm going to establish all in positions of authority for those that follow me I guess this Guess this gonna judge the 12 tribes of tribes of Israel and everyone Uh oh That have forsaken Houses, brethren, sister, father, mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. Now, catch that again, because I think some people missed it. Everyone that has forsaken house, brethren, sister, or father, mother, or wife, and children, or lands, for what? For my name's sake. For my name, when you let it go for my name, when you make the change in your life for my name. Now, I like the way Mark says it, because Mark says for my name and the gospel I like that. a Love better. It ties it up a little better. He said, he said, when you forsake everything for my name and the gospel, what's the gospel? The kingdom of heaven, understanding the kingdom of heaven. He said, when you let go all of that, he said, you're going to receive a hundredfold now in this lifetime. You'll get it back. You'll get back brothers. Brothers in the Lord. You'll get back sisters. Sisters in the Lord. You'll get back mothers. When well, my mother died. Well, no. i give you some other mothers. i give you some elders in your life. That'll be mothers to you. They'll be like a mother to you. In the body. I lost my father. I'll give you a father. That'll be just as close as your father. Treat you just like a father. Probably in some cases better than some of our fathers. That'll be what? Where are you going to get it from? In the Bible. He said, I'll give it back to you. You can't lose with me is really what he's saying. You can't let it go. He said, let it go for my name's sake and my gospel. If you let it go for my name's sake, that means you gifted it away. You let it go. You've relinquished it. You're saying, no longer my will, but your will be done in my life. And he said, oh, really? You gonna? This is what you're going to give to your king? Well, I promise you, whatever you give to him, I'm going to top it. Because you won't outgive him. You won't sow into him and think he's not going to sow back into you. You will not honor him and think he not honor you back. He already promised us that. He said, for them that honor me, I'll honor you. I'll honor you. And he saying, see, you think, you didn't bought the lie from Satan thinking that you ain't going to have no fun in this. Because if I give all that away, man, I can't have no fun. Nah. Ain't no fun. And being saved ain't no fun. Oh, God, don't buy that lie. The peace that you have, the stuff you don't even have to worry about, it's like when you got that that, that good spouse. So you, come on, women, y'all got that. You got that good husband. There's just certain things you just say. The oil light come on on the car, and you just tell them, and it just all of a sudden you get back in the car and it's off. You're like, well, God, Jesus. You tell them. You, you talk to your hubby, you say, baby, I really like that right there. He say, uh huh. And then you come in the house a week later, and it's sitting on your pillow. You're just like, oh my God, this, what am I do with this? that's how the father is with you that's how he want to love on you right but he's saying look seek ye first check how you're spending your time you didn't have you know i was talking to a member i said you know what i said i didn't got to a place in my life you know i just turned 45 i said if i don't go to another movies for the rest of my life i'll be okay what you saying, Pastor? You you don't do the movies? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I've done so much of that now. I'm 45. If I don't do it no more, I don't have to. If he told me to give up sugar right now for the rest of my life, I could do it. Do y'all know how many donuts I've had in my life? How many Hershey bars and Snickers and a pecan pie and red velvet cake? I've had in my life and if he told me he said, if he said son let the sugar go I could do it why because I've done I've been there he ain't, he ain't ask you to let nothing go that you ain't already partake of and had plenty of fun with it and now he's saying look line up your life accordingly because I want to do something with it but the stuff that I want to add to your life I can't if you don't line up not that I don't want to but I can't if you don't line up. He said, "For my name's sake, I'm gonna give it back to you." What kind of fold did he say? Twenty fold, thirty fold. He said, "I'm gonna give you back a hundred fold in the sweet by and by." And now that means I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see your stuff. Y'all gonna see my stuff, and we're gonna rejoice for each other. Oh God, come on, y'all. Cause we in this. Your dad, daddy did that for you. What daddy did that for you? Oh, Hallelujah! Well, let me show you what daddy did for me. What daddy did that for you? What? I can't wait to see what's next. Are y'all with me on this? Cause we got the same father. We got the same Lord. Jesus is my eldest brother. Guess what? He could be yours too. He won't be yours too in a greater way. In a great not that he ain't, but he won't be yours in a greater way. In Jesus' name. Now, this is the last, last scripture. Can I give you one more scripture and we done? Yeah. I give you one more? Yeah. All right. Go with me to First Timothy. Last scripture. And we're done after this. I know some of y'all are like, I don't believe, you, Pastor. Nah, this is it. Let me show you this. This is the last scripture he gave me when I was studying. He said, Tell them this. Alright. So he already promised us a hundredfold. When? now all right and then he said end it with this son that's what i'm gonna do now watch this first timothy chapter 4 we there all right skip down with me to the 15th verse 15 verse first timothy 4 15 look at the first sentence look at the first word what is that oh oh watch this son. watch what he's saying This is what he wanted me to end this on. End this, end this, what we talked about today. He said, tell him this. Meditate upon these things. Meditate upon what? Meditate upon your lifestyle. Meditate upon where am I spending my time? I need to check where I'm spending my time. Meditate on the fact that you do not belong to yourself. I have bought you with a price. Meditate on the reason, the reason I'm doing this is not because of you. You think you healed because of you. See, you know what? Sometimes we pray and we pray what? Lord, heal me. You, we need to start saying is Lord don't heal me for me heal me for your name's sake Lord don't open the door for me open the door for your name's sake send the money for your name's sake oh God are y'all with me on this he said look I'm doing everything in your life for my name's sake but I need y'all to meditate on this I need y'all to ponder it I need y'all to think about this watch what he say he said meditate on these things uh oh! Give thyself somewhat to them, wholly, completely, entirely to them. Why? That you're profiting. Uh, another translation says that your progress. <laughs> what's what it's going to do? May appear to who? To all men. How through your life? When y'all buy in to this kingdom and you buy in and you adjust how you spending your time, you buy into the fact I don't belong to myself. You buy into the fact that it's all because of his namesake. And you buy into the fact that he'll give it back to me a hundredfold. And he said, now I need you to meditate on it. Consider it. He said, when you consider it, he said, what you're considering, you're going to become it. And when you become it, you're going to profit You're going to progress. And he said, you're going to profit and all are going to see what I'm doing in your life and it's going to draw them. It's going to draw them. And you're going to use your life to draw men in Jesus' name. Can y'all do this? Y'all believe y'all can meditate on this? Y'all want this? Do y'all want this? I know I want this. I want this. I'm going after this stuff, y'all. What? I got to change. I got to die. He said, what? You going to follow me? You got to die. You got to deny yourself. You got to pick up your cross sometimes. No, he said daily. Do you understand? You got to You got to crucify that flesh daily. Whatever your vice is, you got to kill it daily. If your vice is drugs, you got to kill that daily. If your vice is alcohol, you got to kill that daily. If you lust for men or women, you got to kill that every day. You got to put that down daily. Deny yourself. Deny yourself. But it's all for his name's sake. And he said, if they do this, oh, y'all get ready, y'all get ready, y'all get ready. I'm going to blow y'all mind. Y'all want y'all mind blown? Yeah. <laughs> well, allow yourself up to this constitution then. and let him have his way in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Get a Lord a hand. Pastor Omar Ellison, Lady Ellison, and the Salton Light family would like to thank you for joining us in today's broadcast. You can visit us at 1350 East Mayhand Drive, which our service times are every Sunday at 12 noon and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. You can also visit us at Facebook and YouTube at Salton Light Covenant Church or visit us at our website at saltonlightcovenant.com. We thank you again, and until next time, you be blessed.